You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Hey guys, Basa Gordon here. Of course, it is time for another episode of Rewind with Basa. This time I have a very, very special guest. His name is JC. He is actually going to be coming into us from Atlanta. And y'all know I have not been to Atlanta yet. So hopefully I can definitely pull up and hang out with him soon. But today's topic is going to be on something that you guys know I find very, very intriguing, which happens to be AI. I don't know why AI is so interesting to me, but who cares? Here we are. So with that being said, I'm going to bring in JC. I'm going to let you guys know a little bit about JC and then we're gonna get into today's topic hey jc hey hey hey! what's up guys how we doing how we doing how we doing we gotta be doing mighty fine because you know when you act like you stressed out that really doesn't do anything but cause wrinkles <laughs> you know, we black, don't need that. now you know black don't crack unless you use it girl come on now <laughs> but where are the lies i don't make the rules man <laughs> because i have no wrinkles and i ain't got no kids so we supple over here. All right, all right. <laughs> so real quick, JC, let everybody know about your production company because you do have a production company and I think it's very important for other Black people to know that we can have our own production companies. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, okay, so uh, once again, to reinstate, I am your friendly neighborhood Negro, Jay Carrington, a.k.a. JC. Um, I have a independent media company called the OVT Network or the Overthought Network where we tell Black stories uh, I created this company, I want to say in 2018, um, just because I am very passionate about telling Black stories. I believe that uh, Black stories in general, Black people in general, we only get depicted properly in media uh, when we are the person telling stories, when we are the person mm-hmm. giving the narrative. So that led me to create the OVT Network. And also, I really got tired of working for other people. So there you go. You know, it'd be like that. It really, really do. <laughs> it, it, it really, really do. It's like, you know what? Mm. If I'm going to deal with these headaches, let me deal with these headaches and make my own check. Exactly. Exactly. So you guys, like I said, I want to talk about AI. You guys know a couple years ago, not even a couple years ago, I feel like it was last year. I talked to you all about AI. There was one in particular, his name was Effin Mecca. And there was another one named Little Michaela. If I can find the clip, I will put it in here where we talked about it. However, check this out, you guys. Effin Mecca was recently signed to Capitol Records. Yes, honey, I said that. And within less than five days, <laughs> I was wondering what you're gonna keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Capitol Records removed his butt. Okay, Capitol Records drops virtual AI record AI rapper FM Mecca after uh, instances surfaced of it saying the N word and repeating stereotypes okay Mm -hmm. so here's the tingling with fm mecca when i first found out about it in the back of my head i just thought oh it's an ai whatever who cares within finding out over time hashtag about four hours ago uh, (laughs) (laughs) fm mecca was actually i don't know coded if you will by a team of white people. Yep. 
And then not only did they code FM Mecca by a team of white people, they used a black voice. Now, I will say I would rather them use a black voice than a white, white voice. voice. However, he sounds a lot of like uh he sounds a lot like uh Takashi 69, right? Takashi 69, that Mexican artist that says the N-word everywhere and Mm-hmm. He got like arrested for what racketeering or something like that. He got arrested for racketeering, and then we found out that he wears lace fronts. It's not even his real hair. So, but pretty good lace fronts. Though. I ain't even go front. Like if you, I mean, compare. There are some women that would kill for that. I don't even continue. <laughs> but I'm not even gonna front. Once I found out, <laughs> I was like, Takashi, why is your lace front longer than mine? I have questions. <laughs> so. FM Mecca ended up sounding a lot like uh, Takashi 69, which honestly, I think that's kind of what threw me off in right. terms of thinking that it was a white person that right. actually created him. Right. Before we go into the voice, JC, I'm curious about your thoughts about FM Mecca and let me let me grab this little picture again and the way he looks being created by someone white because now we have Capitol Records dropping him due to the fact that Black people were like, um, excuse me, you guys didn't even <laughs> speak about this. The only thing you all thought about is this is AI. He's not going to get arrested for the R word. He's not going to get arrested for selling drugs. He's not going to get arrested for anything crazy that he's saying in his lyrics, because if he does get in trouble, we just make a new AI. Right. It's it's interesting to me because when you bring up the comparisons between Toyota 6000 and just like, that's what I call Takashi 6000, it's Toyota 6000 because that's kind of what he looked like to me. So <laughs> when we talk about Toyota 6000 and we talk about this digital metaversal age that we're in, um, it kind of brings us to digital blackface, right? Mm-hmm. Because here we, we found out or we find out later on that um, what's his name? Effin Mecca is actually mm-hmm. voiced by Kyle the Hooligan, right? Yep. But the way that they have altered and like pitch shifted and uh, auto corrected or whatever you want to call it, this, this man's voice, you wouldn't even know it's him. Sure. And, and we're getting to um, we're going to play the, the you know, the clip of mm-hmm. um, Kyle actually talk Mr. Hooligan actually talking about what happened. But it, like I said, it just really takes me. It really it really just hits on digital blackface so much. It hits on the popularity of TikTok, right, of these black creators, myself included. All right. I got mm-hmm. 51,000 followers on TikTok. Right. I can't tell you how many times I've been shadow banned, had video silence and everything for literally telling the truth, mm-hmm. right? But it hits on the popularity of TikTok because it's like, here we have these black creators literally creating content that moves the culture forward. And then you have white people putting on essentially their voices and acting out their mannerisms to kind of like further their own popularity. And it's mm-hmm. like, here we go again. With the look of being black, because, you know, it goes into that whole quote unquote black face of Beyonce using uh-huh. those. I want to say it was like two Russian models. And then they're always wearing like Tanner and they use uh-huh. like the kinky, the kinky kind of hair. And then you're watching them in these commercials and you're seeing them on these photo shoots and you're like, oh, OK, they're racially ambiguous. I don't know mm-hmm. what they are just to find out they're two really Russian white girls. 
-hmm. that are literally tricking the internet. And Mm -hmm. so rather than using real people to Mm -hmm. trick the internet as they've done for so many years with like the Kardashians and everything else, they're like, I'm just gonna make an AI, leave me alone. And what's crazy about it is we were texting about this. Mm -hmm. We were like, well, who's the voice? I was like, it sounds like Takashi 69. (laughs) Get a little digging, get a little digging. Oh, it's not Takashi 69. Honestly, I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna hold you. I would not have been surprised if it was. I thought it was when I look at when I look at this ethnically ambiguous, and I don't know if we can use ethnically ambiguous for digital creation. I'm not really sure. But like when I look at this ethnically ambiguous person, I'm like, oh, this is Toyota 6000. But it wasn't until I actually saw the picture of F and Mecca side by side, Mr. Hooligan. I'm like, oh, they took this man's whole everything. everything. And created a a a digital avatar out of it, and then didn't pay him. And then you know what? Okay, so here's I might the other tingling. Sorry. No, we didn't because we gonna jump right into <laughs> it. So here's the tingling. Like like JC said, they literally took his everything and didn't pay him. And not only did they not pay him, they changed his voice. So we're gonna jump into this video that actually lets you guys know who the voice of FN Mecca really is. What's going on, everybody? This Kyle the Hooligan. So I know y'all probably been hearing about this FN Mecca stuff. People been DMing me, like, and I tried to keep it quiet because I was gonna really wait till this shit blew up for real and then, like, went after them because basically it was like, they came to me with this AI shit and was like, would I wanna be the voice of it? And I thought it was gonna be like some collaboration. They promised me equity into the company, percentages, all this stuff. So I'm thinking, like, okay, there's about to be some collab, something different for me. So I could do my music and be on some AI stuff with this uh, FM Mecca character. So everything's going good. Next thing I know, it's just ghosted me. Like, use my voice, use my sound, use the culture, and literally just left me high and dry. I ain't get a dime off of nothing. And they got record deals, all this stuff. I wasn't involved with no meetings or none of that, like, which is fucked up. So. Honestly, like, I'm glad they ass got canceled. Like, that's karma for the ass, because God don't play with me. I'm going to tell you that right now. Like, <laughs> God don't play with me. Don't, God don't play with me. God don't play about me. <laughs> God don't play about me. <laughs> and that should be the name of this. The, 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 it's God don't play about God me. God don't play about me. Hashtag blackface. <laughs> Internet version. Because here's the tingling. It's like. You know, when you showed me the the website for the company that actually created FN Mecca mm-hmm. and how they only have like one black girl that works there and she and she black. is all over the she is the diversity hire. She is like the like if she is she's black and she's a woman and if she's gay, they got the trifecta. I promise you they did not have to hire any other black people or any other colors. It's like we have our thing. You are the jackpot. And here's the other thing with that. It drives me bananas that you have these companies that be like, oh, we'll bring in a black person because we have to. Right. Not because they want to. Right. Not because they feel that there is a need for it and to give back and to open these. Because they They have have to to. and they have to meet that quota. And then when you have to meet that quota, but you want to be lazy about it, you have these capital record moments where you have a racially ambiguous, black, green-haired, green-eyed, 
grill wearing Takashi 69 sounding mm-hmm. hibachi having mm-hmm. in the car AI mm-hmm. saying the N-word mm-hmm. and it's being voiced by a black person to where when you first sent me the audio from the black guy with his music, I was like, that doesn't really sound That doesn't like sound like him. like him at all. Like, it's just like, when I listen to that song, I'm like, I don't know if this is. And then he comes out and he's like, oh, and I'm like, oh. But then you see the nose. Right. And you side on. by side, you see like they took this man's whole image and create, and it goes back to what we were talking about, like offline. Like I said, I, I live in Atlanta. All right. We got these tech giants coming here because they want to siphon off the culture, right? They want to say they, they want a piece of that Atlanta influences everything market, you know? Shout out to Bim, shout out to Ian, shout out to Yami, shout out to my guy Tori. You know what I'm saying? They really really, everybody wants to take from the culture. Everybody want in the words of, who was it? Everybody want to be black, but don't nobody want to be black. And now we have this here, literally like people actually taking from the court. They didn't pay this man. They didn't let this man know anything. They didn't even put him in the meetings. They called him in, had him do work, and then literally ghosted him. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's just like, I'm tired of it. Like, as a person that helped put together a summer camp for high school black kids, shout out to NSIG, shout out to Colony 13. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, we literally, we literally created a program. Like, we had these kids make history mm. actual history history and it's like we had to fight tooth and nail to get the money for it i'm just i'm tired i'm tired i'm just like if you're gonna come in and you you want to use the culture credit the culture Period. make sure the culture that influences the thing is out front and pay me pay black people for their work like why as, as they say in Seattle, pay the fee. Pay the fee. Pay the fee. There are so many times where I've been lately turning down endorsements because the amount isn't enough or there's not a payment at all. And right. I'm like, with all due respect, but really do you mean that when you say right. that? Um no. <laughs> right. but you have to say it. Right. Um, you're not using my black voice for free. No. Especially if it's something that is very black driven. You need to pay me to use my black right. voice because right. honestly, anybody can voice this. Anybody. But you know that it looks better if I do it, but yet you don't want to pay me to do it. Mm-hmm. So you would rather cut the corners because somebody's getting paid. I'm just right. not. Right. I don't need it at that right. point. You know right. what I'm saying? And right. and what's messed up in this situation is that dude went in this on good faith. But I feel like this kind of goes into what you were saying earlier. Where's your contract? Yes. Did you even read it? Yes. Did you even ask to put certain things in it? Did you have a lawyer help you out with this? So that way your intellectual property, literally the makeup of your face isn't being stolen. And he's, he literally has his whole facial makeup and his computerized voice because he could go in the studio and he could sound like that. Let's not even front. Freaking, first of all, Travis Scott, he's had concerts in the freaking uh, metaverse, metaverse, but Travis Scott don't sound like that without that mic. 
Mm-hmm. Everybody has seen him go viral that one day where he was literally doing a concert and his mic wasn't working and he sounded like a normal black dude. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't seen that clip. Now I want to now I want to look it up. I'll find it for you later. Okay. But people were mad confused <laughs> because his voice was deeper than it usually is and it wasn't computerized. It's like Kanye West when he doesn't have his mic. Auto-tune. Those mics, that auto tune, that editing, you can literally set your mic to make you sound however you need to sound. Mm-hmm. So at this particular point, they've taken this guy's swag and his cadence mm-hmm. and they've put a Takashi 69 filter on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it and it just goes, and, him. and it just goes back to you know one of the key things that we drove home uh, in the mic program of the music innovation camp. One of the key things that we drove home was making sure that these kids had a foundational and fundamental understanding of music business, mm-hmm. right? Making sure that your contracts is good, making sure that your splits is good like making sure that you properly own the things that you create like what is it uh blame it on the alcohol that song came out i don't know how many years ago it was number one so how many units and nobody got paid off that song yeah, nobody got paid off that song first and foremost we still play that on at least three of the five radio stations that i'm on Ain't nobody so got that, paid they're not making no money on that Ain't nobody, i mean jamie probably got performance royalties for it but like why are they not making money? The thing about it is when people create a song uh-huh. and there's no, it's very common in the studio for a person to be like, oh, add that snare, add that snare. All right, cool. Boom. And then, you know, they'll be like, they agree to one thing and say, oh, just give me like 10% of the song. Right. Then the song comes out, song blows up, like blame it on the alcohol becomes this big thing. And they're like, nah, man, that snare made the track. That snare made the track. I, I need 25%. Right. And if everybody cannot agree on an amount, no one gets paid. And people don't understand that. Right. That's music business. That's music business. Right. I can't tell you how many conversations I've had. Does that like void the contract once everyone can't agree? The problem is there was no contract made. And so since there was nothing written down and put in black and white. He say, she say, it's all hearsay. And hearsay isn't really admissible in court. So there you go. So then you try to go to court and you're like, this made him the, the, the judge is like, well, where's your contract? We don't have a contract, your honor. I don't know what to tell you. Get out of my courtroom. And you know who wins in this? The record company. Because yep, they're going to get paid no matter what. Actually, they're, they're going to get paid no matter what. And the money that never makes it to the people that did the work sits in their bank account and accrues interest. And that, my friend, is why record companies are glorified loan charts. But this is a little music history for you guys. But. That is mind blowing. <laughs> That's like when you told me that Dr. Umar didn't go to college. And I was like, Stop calling that man doctor. His name is Umar. <laughs> I, I was about to say, I don't even know if I can call him that anymore. You can call him Uu. I'm pretty sure, uh, like, whatever, whatever, whatever from. You can suck glasses. You just shady ass. <laughs> you can call Umar Uu or whatever you want to call him, but he's not, he not a doctor. Like, we're not doing that. I'm not. <laughs> Where the school at, Umar? Where the school? Which school did school you walk that- across the stage of? Where is your tassel and hat? Not even that. Where is the school that you've been taking money for that you've been building for the last 10, 15, 20 years? Where the, where the school at? Where the money at? Why you ain't getting nobody back the money? I'm just- Somewhere in rubble, probably being ran over by a damn. 
The, you know what? Just look like the construction workers are just playing in dirt until people figure out what they want to do with it. No, you would know because you would have to actually build the school to have construction workers. That money, that money went to vacations for Umar Johnson and whoever he decided to bring along with him. Uh, that's where that money. And while well, he likes to pull up late because he definitely was late when he came mm-hmm. to Seattle. And cheap the shikis. That's where that money went. Um, so. So anywho. <laughs> Fight me. Guess what, you guys? Portland Hip Hop Week is August 20th through 27th, and Converge Media is proud to be an official partner. Of course, it's your buddy Basil Gordon here, and you already know the Converge team is literally going to head south on I-5 to celebrate hip-hop culture in the Rose City. Portland Hip Hop Week is literally jam-packed with dope events, including the Hip Hop Skate Party, hosted by DJ OG1, Hip Hop Wine, and Chill at the Abbey Creek Winery. There's also a DJ workshop hosted by Grand Wizard Theodore, and let's not forget Portland Hip Hop Week's biggest night, the 2022 Star Wars. And this year, they're celebrating women in hip hop. You can get more information by visiting bdxhiphopweek.com. And of course, you can head over to my blog at jamming1075.com. Just search BASA. <laughs> Where are the lies, though? So, you know, when it really comes down to this whole F and Mecca kind of situation, mm-hmm. Do you feel like AI, if they do it right, child, mm-hmm. is the future of music? Because, you know, you got rappers like Young Young Thug and Gunna and... Um, Shout out Major Stallion. That she, too, was, child. she was the first, she, the first woman she, artist to do that. Like, shout out to her. She be having drama too, child. Yeah. But my, my whole tingling is if you sign an AI rapper, right... The only person that you're paying is the person that created the AI. Because right. obviously, old dude ain't getting no money. Right. So when you end up putting all your money into these artists, millions and millions, and then they they kill someone, they mm-hmm. get an abuse charge, mm-hmm. they get locked up, and now you can't do, they can't tour. Nope. Or they get pregnant, they get sick. They get tired. Mm-hmm. They need Doja Cat. She had to pull out of her freaking tour with the weekend because she had surgery on her throat. All these little humanistic mm-hmm. things, they break their ankle. You don't have to worry about that with AI. Right. right. With AI, Travis Scott has already done a freaking concert in the mega in the metaverse. Right. Among and, other artists. And so the, the thing about that is it goes back to contracts, IP ownership, right? Mm-hmm. Because I wonder, I would love to see Travis Scott's contract for that because the thing that people are not realizing that me my business partners my homies we're all in the tech space so we all have these conversations them more than me i mean like my god they can talk to you in zeros and ones i'm just like okay so space enter command alt delete all right but like we have (laughs) (laughs) so we have these conversations around um ownership of ip because it's like while Travis Scott got paid, brother, but got paid for the performance, I wonder if Travis Scott put in his contract that that avatar that was created is his likeness and that he needs to be paid to use it in perpetuity, right? Because the thing about artistic license and all of these things is whoever created this avatar for Travis and whoever put together this performance now has Travis's likeness. Mm-hmm. And so now the question, because five or 10 years down the road, if this company wants to use that song, that performance, but change up the digital venue, maybe change up a few of the steps 
and maybe cut out the words, is that still Travis Scott? Mm-hmm. Or is that now an artistic rendition where I don't got to pay you nothing, right? I wonder if, if, if people aren't thinking about it in this way. And it's like, it's scary to me because it's like, as black people, the music industry literally started because a white guy heard a black enslaved man cleaning a horse singing a song. He decided to record it and boom, that's how it started. So I'm like, here we are yet again in this cycle of perpetual uh, pump and dump, um, use and lose, um, just, you know, black people are property and not people. So anything that they do is inherently um Prop, uh, is inherently property of the owner. You understand what I'm saying? Like it just kind of it's, it's up for grabs. Yeah, and I, because that's basically what they did with the Kyle guy. They took his voice, they mm-hmm. altered it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, kept his swag mm-hmm. and whatever his case and his were. likeness and his nose and his likeness, totally. but gave him no ownership in that. He wasn't a part of the meetings. He doesn't have a deal with Capitol <laughs> Records. His avatar does. Right. right. And at that point, your avatar has this. Right. Avatar ain't got it no more. Let's be clear. The white man (laughs) is literally making the money off of this avatar that is saying the Mm N-word, which takes us back to that digital blackface without Mm -hmm. you actually having to be the physical person creating or doing the blackface and painting Mm -hmm. yourself black and saying the N-word and, Mm -hmm. you know, putting in the grills and doing what you depict black people to be. You Mm -hmm. just create it and have a black person voice it. Mm -hmm. And let's be clear, the company that created this artificial intel artificial intelligence F in Mecca is called Offbeat. They're based here in Atlanta. All of the founders are white. The marketing company that is also a part of this company, or the one of the founders was also in, also completely Lily White. Um here we are again. Talking about these people in Atlanta taking from the culture and not contributing to it, not mm-hmm. paying the people in it, but wanting to use every, like literally want to be sucky by and suck. Literally by. taking every little drip and drop, even if it comes out out of the bubble that they can get mm-hmm. while giving you nothing. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that they contacted him and told him about this whole AI. But then at the same time, and I wanna know your thoughts about this, can I really be mad at the creators of the AI if the black artist didn't make sure that everything was properly set in place for him? Like I understand his frustration, but at a certain point in this year and age, you didn't think to get a proper attorney right? To make sh- like right. you, you wanted for you knew this was probably going to go somewhere, right. and you didn't even think to protect yourself. And maybe right. he did, but if he did, he wouldn't be on the internet blasting them because he just would have gone to his lawyer, and mm-hmm. his lawyer would have been like, "Run my client their check." So at that point, it's like, yeah, this is jacked up. Yes, this is like digital blackface. But at the same time, we gotta protect ourselves. Right. 
Right. Or right. at least try, ask somebody. It's almost like that thing of where people are like, oh, I'm not going to tell any of my friends because I just want to, you know, I want to like boss up on them and I want right. to be able to sun them. But right. you not saying anything potentially is what really lost you this bag. Exactly. So it's like, depending on if he does have a contract or if he doesn't have a contract, he might try to go to court and the judge is like, well, what do you want me to do? Exactly, exactly. exactly. Let this be your lesson. And that's a jacked up lesson to learn. It's well, uh, someone once said to me the the lessons that there are two lessons that you never forget. Lessons that hurt and lessons that cost you money. Lessons that hurt the pockets. And this is a so, that did, This is a double whammy with double maybe whammy, a third. Double whammy. Just double because. Whammy. But and also since we're on the, the topic of this, um, I want to give a shout out to uh, a brother named Ill Formative. He is a black, bliggity black, African American. Well, I don't know if he's African American. Let me not say that. But I know he's black, and uh, he is he creates these beautiful um, AI metaversal black visages you know mm-hmm. it literally says kow aka ill formative 3d visual artist and producer bringing melanin to the metaverse you know what i'm saying so i want to give a shout out to him on instagram hopefully we can link to him and stuff i just want to give because there are a lot of black people that are actually doing this work and a lot this whole situation could have been avoided if maybe just maybe you had one or two or three blacks on the team, you know. Maybe, you just, maybe even just one. Even if it was a black guy with dreadlocks. I, even if it was a white skin guy. Even if it was a racially ambiguous light skin guy. With even dreadlocks. if he was half black. Damn. Something. Something. But they didn't try. No, a quadroon. Even even you can take that out. I don't. I don't know if that's okay. I'll um, take that out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You might have to keep it in because I don't know how many people actually know what a quadroon is at this point. You know what? That's going to be how the episode starts. It's going to be saying, you know what? I'm going to take that out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So final words on this whole MF Mecca type of situation. MF Mecca instead of F and Mecca. I like it. MF Mecca. You know, I'm dyslexic, so that's how (laughs) That MF Mecca. Um, but you know what? I kind of like MF. It works. It works. <laughs> because mm, <laughs> I don't like that. Because I, um, like, I like I like saying Tokyo 7500. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody, y'all know what I'm talking about. Everybody talking. got got everybody has nicknames. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Tokyo the sixth out. He's still alive. Uh, anyway. <laughs> what is your thoughts for the future with these AI artists if and if because we talked about this earlier there's a very very fine percent of people that do coding that -hmm. are black whether Mm -hmm. you're African or African American Mm -hmm. just somewhere in the black there's not a lot of America there's not a lot of us so what do you think is going to happen because honestly I really feel like FN Mecca was a test to see how far they can get with absolutely, it. Absolutely, and, absolutely. You know, everything is nothing but predictive programming. Like, absolutely. we've all seen Black Mirror. Absolutely. At least I hope you guys have seen Black Mirror. I've told you guys about Black Mirror. Let me know if I need to 
refresh your memory on why you need to watch Black Mirror because there's a lot of things happening that have happened in Black Mirror yeah. since I last talked about it, mm-hmm. um, including things of this nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with things like that happening, what do you really think will be the future of music? Because you got all these artists getting locked up. Even Fetty Wap is facing either five years or 47 years, depending on if they want to throw the book at him or not. Which you one got, was- which one was Fetty Wap? He was the one with the eye, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Oh, I'm mad at us for doing <laughs> Without the eye, excuse me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but we know what we were talking about. Everybody else knows what we were talking about. I mean, it is what it is. He's missing an eyeball. <laughs> it's not being rude. It is, it's not that. I'm just saying. And he purposely took out the, like, fake version. Yeah. So he's, living he's, he's facing five to, like, 40 years for slang and coke. Okay. You got Young Thug facing. Charges. Yeah. I'm just saying, gonna. You got all those artists over in, I want to say, Jackson, Mississippi, the ones that was redoing all those songs, talking about who I smoke and talking about all their. Ca- you got all these. I'll send you the link later, child. I don't know what <laughs> Let me tell you something. It was literally a viral TikTok trend. And I talked about this recently on the Rewind with Besa, where I was like, Who, where's Corbin? And it's like, such and such got shot. Uh, uh, got pop. And like, they would say someone's name. These are real people that were killed, allegedly by them. Uh-huh. And then they say Corbin got kidnapped. They found his bones in the forest or something like that. And then they're like, where's Corbin? And then so, when I saw it, I was like, where's Corbin? Corbin is a real person that really got kidnapped and they really did find his bones a years later. Ten, okay, let me just go off on a very short tangent. I had during- Let me give you full screen. <laughs> during, during the, <laughs> thank you, she said, let me give you full screen. Okay, so during our summer camp, uh, kids, uh, you know, Took some photos with, you know, some 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 stuff, you know, money, mm-hmm. firearms, so on and so forth. And so I asked them, I said, why? Why are you on your public social media with money and weapons? Like, do you mm-hmm. not understand how laws work? Do you not understand that the hip hop police are a real thing? Do you not like, please help me to understand because when I was growing up, it was real G's move to silence like lasagna. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm trying to figure out like what this generation puts everything on the internet. And Mm. I don't understand it. Um, Especially when it has been proven time and time and again that these white folk in courts will pull out your lyrics and use them against you, right? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out why you make a TikTok. TikTok has like 2 billion users, bro. Why literally like what uh, uh, all damn near a third of Earth's population uses this? Why mm-hmm. are you doing that? What, what the, what's the what? What's the why? Why? How? How? How are you putting your murders on TikTok? How? That's all. Not only on TikTok, in the music. And vi- you, if you type in the music videos on YouTube, millions of views, two million, eight million. When millions, I was talking Instagram, last thing you wanted was your picture snap. Like, I mean, and I'm not even oh. a Jay Z fan. I'm just being like, yo, he. This is okay. 
Sorry. Even and, and and with the Corbin <laughs> thing, I was wrong. I, I said it wrong. They said Corbin got kidnapped. They found his bones. He was rotten. So now you so, then, on, so now you're giving out information in the song that wasn't publicly released. So now you are automatically okay. So then, you know, nobody knew where Corbin was or, you know, the average person didn't really know much about Corbin. I'm going to have that clip in here somewhere in case I didn't already add it. But with that, the news ended up going to Corbin's mom and talking with her to see how she felt about it because it was a viral TikTok trend because it went with the song. And the trend that went with the song was... You know, when you're a girl and you think you want to date a hood rapper and you yeah. finally go to the, the studio with him and you hear what he's rapping about. And you're like, yeah, such and such got shot. Blah, 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 got popped. And then it's like, where's Corbin? Oh, let me get up out of here. Because the song was so violent. And you was like, wait, this sounds you know what I'm saying? And, and turns out every single person that they mentioned was someone that was actually killed at some point. Same with the song Who I Smoke. They took that one, I think her name was like Vanessa McCarty, the song that's like Yeah. So they took that Run and down they, the block. Who got pop? Yeah, okay, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Real people. All real people now i cannot confirm if those are real people that they personally did but i'm gonna send you the video that i watched that allowed me to connect all these dots where he connects it to each artist that's on there and it's called um shoot i forgot drill rap i want to say is what it's called where they basically uh, where they basically wrap around their crimes yes true and so you know this guy on YouTube, he talks about different rappers in different cities and how they talk and like how they're beefing. And then in that particular one, he was talking about the Mississippi artists. And I didn't realize that those Mississippi artists were the ones that made that song about Corbin. So then I had to go back on TikTok and I was like, I know you lying. And I found it. And then people were like, so this is who Corbin is. And then they would show the news talking about how they couldn't find him wow. like but to go to circle this all the way back around you work with an ai you don't have those problems <laughs> i see what you did there that was brilliant i like that that was amazing. because now the labels are losing money you know if right. they get locked up right if right. somehow you know they find a way to connect these artists to things the way they're trying mm-hmm. to do with young thug and gunna with their mm-hmm. lyrics mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now these labels are losing all this money. They're not losing no money by working with a goddamn AI. Right. Because if, if, if F and Mecca smoke Sonic the Hedgehog, he can just respond. Like, you know, it's not a thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Corbin can't respond. Corbin did it. And that's just, that's, I, wow. All right. So good. that's why I honestly think that Capitol Records is doing this test. Because these labels are now losing money on some of their biggest hip hop artists that are getting locked up, getting arrested or doing things like Travis Scott, where they have to cancel all of their freaking festivals because they're causing riots. You don't have these problems with AI. What, where's the riot going to be in the metaverse? You ain't. You know, crazy. that's crazy. so. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Um, this was a really good topic. <laughs> You really just brought it home. I didn't see that coming. Like, you, girl, you did. You, did. you know, I've been doing this for about 12 you be, years. 
You be doing your job. I know how to do my herbal thing, fizzle, and bring it all over. You be doing your job. You be doing your job. Real quick, JC, for those that don't know, JC is actually going to be on Rewind with Besa every Wednesday and Friday from now on. So let everybody know where they can find you and what they get from you if they follow you on social media. Sure, sure, sure. So uh, across all social media platforms, uh, the OVT Network. Um, you can follow me on the YouTube, the snaps, the tweets, the instas, you know, the gram, all of that. Same thing. Uh, if you follow me, you get thought-provoking content. Um, mm-hmm. My latest video that's actually causing a bit of a stir is not the threesome video, uh, which is interesting in and of, but uh, it's, I did a video called The Gay Agenda versus The Straight Agenda, uh, so you guys can check that out. Uh, let me know what you think. But yeah, that's where you can follow me, at The OVT Network. And of course, you guys already know you can keep up with me on everything. Basic Gordon. Um, shoot, until I get back tomorrow, definitely put your thoughts below mm-hmm. on what you guys is going to think will happen the next couple of years with this whole AI situation. Because I told you guys about this a year ago and look at where we're at now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and- when we first talked about it, he was just making mesmerizing TikToks. And now he has freaking deals to where he would be continuing to do music with rappers like Gunna, who was now locked up because they actually have a son together. Um and the song is, is climbing good. the Billboard charts. It's from what good. I heard, it's not. Can I just say that I didn't know who Gunna was until Rihanna dressed up for him as Halloween, and you know, I still I like a lot of people didn't. And I still actually had to ask who Rihanna was dressed up as. Like I seen the picture and I was like, who's this guy? What's, what's no period? A lot of people still don't know who that kid is until I feel like this case. Like he's one of those artists where he has dope music, but mm-hmm. he's. He's kind of was like debatable. Yeah, and he was like thrusted in at the same time of little baby and dub baby and too many children. All these, it's just too many kids running around and then <laughs> you got a gunna. <laughs> too many churn. Like I what can't it's little baby, dub baby, somebody else's baby, abort the baby. I'm just like, I'm done right now. And then you got AIs. It's just a lot happening. That's a lot. So <laughs> with that being said, you guys already know what to do. Make sure that you have an amazing rest of your day. Okay. Drop your thoughts in the comments about these AIs. And if you know of any other AIs that you want me to look into, let me know. If you have any topics that you want for JC and I to talk about, drop that in the comment section below. So of course, until I see y'all tomorrow, you already know what to do. Make sure that you have a Amazing day and keep your energy high. And let me just say that I have background in the view because all I got is plants, but you got this beautiful view of whatever city that you're in. Um, I, Child, I don't have this when I go back home. I, <laughs> I, why are you talking about the past? What I'm talking about is right now. <laughs> I would like it. I would like those things. Um, that's, all. that's all I got. All I am done with you. I'm playing the outro. <laughs> what? Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.